Hello, friends. Are you ready? What's for dinner? <laughs> I'm hungry. Yum, 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 yum. Let's go, everybody. Yay! Yay! Oh, gosh. Am I on? Traditional Greek style green peas with potatoes in tomato sauce. Araka me patates. Welcome everybody to another episode of Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner. If you need to reach me, Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner at gmail.com or you can comment in the comment section below the YouTube video. Uh, you can also reach me through whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com. Um, you can also watch my episodes on that channel, who is Victor's channel, my friend. Uh, you can also, he, uh, we're on Twitter at Blind Who's, podcasts everywhere, um, Facebook, the Who's Blind Life is it anyway Facebook page. And Victor gives you all that information anyway. Um, and of course, I would like to ask sincerely if you would be able to like, share this video and subscribe to both our channels, Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? Uh, YouTube channel. And of course, my personal channel, Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner. I would really, really appreciate the subscription. Okay, got all that out of the way. We are doing Greek again today. Uh, we're gonna do a vegan dish. Uh, we're gonna do something simple. We're going to do araka me patates. Araka, araka is the word for green peas. Patates is the word for potatoes. That's what we're doing. Green peas and potatoes in tomato sauce. We've done something similar. We've done green beans with potatoes. But now we're changing the vegetable and we're changing the herb. So in the green beans and potatoes, we used uh, parsley. In this recipe, we're using dill. This is a wonderful, wonderful summer dish. It's a wonderful vegan dish. Um, most Greek people eat this. This is a staple in Greek homes. So kids learn to eat this at a very young age. Um, now we can eat it all year round thanks to frozen green peas, which is what we are going to use today. Also, I would like to tell you a little, <laughs> a little fact about me. I'm so everybody has their weird food habit. I think my weird food habit is I love this dish cold out of the fridge. I take it cold out of the fridge, I put it in my bowl, I sprinkle salt on top, and I sit and chow down. Greek people don't eat it that way. <laughs> Greek people eat it warm with a nice slice of bread and they dip their bread into the sauce and typical Greek way of eating these types of dishes. I'm weird. That's my way of eating. So there you go. You guys now know a little secret of mine. Um, yeah, that's all I have to tell you. It, it's not there's no real I don't think there's any history to this dish I, my grandmother made it my great-grandmother made it. it it's been around forever and it's something we have quite a few times a year we love it simple ingredients water 
uh, one third cup olive oil, about half a bunch of dill. I measured it out for you guys. It's 50 grams of finely chopped fresh dill. Now I had mine frozen because when I buy dill, I use as much as I need and the rest I chop finely and I freeze it, okay? And we need, oh, sorry, here, uh, one kilogram of green peas. I have two 500 uh, gram bags. We need a teaspoon of salt, kosher salt back there. We need two pinches of black pepper. We need two, I would say fairly large, two large onions. I'd say these are large, yeah. One is kind of a medium onion, one is large, two onions. I'm using red, of course you can use whatever you want. And what did I forget? Oh, we need four potatoes, which I have here already uh, in wedges. I've um, put them in water. Uh, what did I forget today? Oh, and one can, 14 ounces of crushed tomatoes. And that's it, that's all our ingredients. So let's get started, really simple, quick, recipe i would say so i'm going to move over i've got my um i've got a non-stick pan you can use whatever pan you want you know me i've mentioned this before i love using my non-stick pan so i'm going to take my one third cup of olive oil and i'm going to dump it into my non-stick pan And it's dripping, dripping, dripping. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, we'll push a little bit out with our fingers. Get oil on our fingers, why not? Hands are washed. Alrighty. Now we need to add the onions to our pot, which I did not. You can grate them on a box grater or you can pass them through your um uh, food processor. So I've got my food processor out. I've got my mini food processor. So I'm just going to chop my onions into two or three pieces, whatever fits. So my one onion, I needed to chop into three pieces and it fits a little bit more in this chopper. So I'm going to take a little bit more from the other onion and I'm going to pulse until I get it really fine. And I'm going to open up and push the onion down with my fingers, see how much chopping it needs. And uh, I would say most of it is chopped, but there's still some that aren't. So let's go again. Okay, push it down again. Now, my container was full to the top, but now that I've chopped this and pulsed it to oblivion, there's room. So I'm going to add in, without emptying it out, I'm going to add in more of my second onion. Okay, and I'm going to pulse again. 
and they're burning and my eyes are starting to burn. So soon you'll see Zoe crying. I sound like I'm, <clears throat> pardon me. I sound like I'm reading today. Like to my ears when I'm talking, I sound like I'm reading, like I've rehearsed it or something, but I haven't, I promise. Okay, a little more. Okay, I'm going to add half of whatever, approximately. It's, I'm gonna add some into my pot so I can make room for the rest of the onion. So just with my finger gently, I'm pushing out some of the onion from the container. Be careful, the blade is in here. Okay, I got rid of some into my pot. I'm gonna place the container with the onion back on its base and I'm gonna add in the rest of my onion, which is approximately, I'd say half an onion left. Okay, add that in, add that in and let's cap the gadget and pulse okay open push down with your finger see how much needs to be pulsed more and i have a nice big chunk that isn't pulsed Now, sometimes your onions can be stubborn or you've added too much and it doesn't chop it. So what you do, like I'm gonna do now, I removed the container with the onions and I'm gonna stick my finger in and push out some of the uh, mush onions, <laughs> they're mush now. <laughs> I'm gonna push it out and leave the big chunks in Okay, and let's put it back on the base of the gadget. Okay, let me find that big piece. Oh, see, it's one piece that hasn't chopped, so it could be just a stubborn piece. We'll give it one more try. It's like one layer of the onion hasn't pulsed, so let's just try. And I have had, in the past, I've had a piece that doesn't want to chop. And this happens to be one of those pieces. It just refuses to chop. It's just one layer, one, one layer of the whole onion. So it's okay. We don't need it. Okay, we're going to throw that out. And I see one more little piece that I can just chop up by hand with my knife. So I'm just, I grabbed a little tiny piece that wasn't... And you could do that with that big layer too, if you want. But I can't be bothered for one little layer. Okay, I'm gonna add in the rest of my onion. I've removed the blade. I'm gonna get whatever is on the blade off with my fingers, being really careful not to cut myself. But I'm so used to this um, uh, gadget that I've never cut myself. Okay, and I'm pushing out all the onion from the container. 
that's mushed. Juice and all, whatever's in your container, except for huge pieces of onions. If you've got little tiny pieces, sort of like a dice, it's okay. An onion sticks to your finger, how nice. That's okay. And really onions, depending on the size, but you could do two, you could do three. You could increase this dish to three, so a kilogram and a half, if you're feeding a <gasps> My phone, my phone, I got it. You okay? Yeah. What I, happened? I got it in the air, the phone. It has to focus, wait. <laughs> it almost slipped out of your hands. It slipped out of my hands. That's <laughs> and I caught it in the air. Okay. So we almost had an accident, but we're good. Uh-huh. So I've got all the onion in my pot. I'm just gonna move over to the sink. So get rid of that onion that's on my hands. And I'm just gonna put, oh, here's some more onion on the top of the container. Why should we let that go to waste? Throw that in as well. And this, the, the, the onion that's on the cap of the container is more of a dice than um, like really, really finely grated. Okay, so we've got our oil and our onions. I'm gonna put it on the cold burner. I'm gonna turn the heat on to high and we're gonna lay, wait for that to start to sizzle. In the meantime, let me put this away. Well, not away, but just out of our way right now. Okay. And I'm going to, this needs to go in the sink. We've got a wooden spoon that we're gonna use to mix up our food. Sorry, I'm just wiping up the counter from a little bit of onion. And I'm gonna grab a strainer, just a plastic strainer. And I'm going to strain my potatoes at this point. Yeah. I didn't make room, but that's okay. Just gonna make room. There we go. Okay, so I've got my plastic um, strainer in the sink and I've got my bowl of cut up potatoes. They're in wedges, just like you would cut them up for doing baked potatoes. And they're in water, so I'm just gonna strain them into my plastic. strainer so that when we put them into our food they're not dripping in water so we're just going to let them sit and drain until it's time for them to go in now uh where's my wooden spoon i put it somewhere yeah so all we have left now really is our green peas our dill water tomato and our spices, salt and pepper. We've got our onions and oil in our pot and we've got our potatoes straining. So let's saute our onions. I have it on high, so I'm gonna turn it down to uh, between medium and high. And I'm gonna saute my onions probably for about seven minutes. And we, I will set the timer for seven minutes. One, 
seven minutes on the clock and we'll be back at that point so I can show you the next step. During your seven minutes, don't forget to stir every so often. Hey guys, I've been sauteing my onions for seven minutes. You can hear them crackling and sizzling. So I'm gonna start adding in my potatoes. Now, I could tip this strainer, it's a small strainer, and add my potato wedges, but you risk getting splattered. We wanna saute our little bit our potatoes, okay? So I'm just adding like, I don't know, two or three at a time. And I'm stirring, and just stirring. And you can hear, and I'm stirring and tossing and churning. Add another one. So we're adding in our potatoes slowly while continuing to saute and stirring. Now, some people like to leave the potatoes in quite a bit to uh, saute. I don't. I don't really saute them for too long. I don't find any purpose in it because really you're just... To saute the whole outside layer of the potatoes, you need quite a bit of time and you risk burning your onions. As far as I know, nobody really does that, but... You know, there's some people who might. So I've only got a few more pieces left. <coughs> Pardon me, I'm still not completely over my cold. I mentioned on the last episode that I had a cold. Almost done. And my last, whoops. All right, one of my potatoes decided to go flying on my stove top, but I found it and added it in. So all my potatoes are now in. Okay, so I'm just gonna toss the strainer into the sink. I'm going to add in my dill at this point. So I just got it in a bowl. I'm just gonna push it all in. I'm just pushing whatever's stuck on the bowl with my fingers. I can't get all of it. There's probably a couple of crumbs. And let's stir this now. This is what makes this dish special, the dill. You could make this without the dill, but then it wouldn't be Greek traditional green peas uh, with potatoes and tomato sauce. Right? At this point, I'm going to add in my frozen peas. One bag at a time. So I've added in the one bag. And as you can hear, probably, I'm stirring now to mix everything up, dill, uh, onions, potatoes, and peas. 
Okay, let's add in the other bag. So I just have the, I've, I took the frozen peas out of the freezer about, I would say, about half an hour before we started this video. Now I want to tell you that I use the brand, I usually use, I don't know what my husband bought me this time, but I usually use the uh, 365 brand of peas, the organic 365 gram of peas, because I find that they're the best tasting. Um, I wouldn't say that they're the best tasting because they're organic. I don't know. They might be. But I just find out of all the peas, all the brands that I bought, I find that these ones are the nicest ones. Okay. At this point, we need to add in water. I have a... Hold on a second. Let me just put my scissors away for a second. So we don't have an accident. At this point, I have a pitcher of water and a glass in my hands. So I'm going to add in Alright, one glass of water. I'm going to put my pitcher and my glass down because I want to give it a stir now with the water. Just kind of feel what's going on. Feel how much space I have in my pot. If you don't have enough room for two glasses of water, then you're not using a big enough pot. So I'm going to add in one more glass. Whoops. Yeah, I got a, a, a about a gulp's worth outside of the glass. Who cares? And a little more than a gulp's worth, as you heard. Okay. Good. Two glasses is more than enough. I'm going to turn my burner back up to high, give it a nice stir, okay, uh, we no longer need the glass, so I'm just, we didn't dirty this, all we did was pour water, so I'm just going to put it in the uh, dish rack, we're still going to need water, and now it's time, this we don't need, it's time to add in our spices, which is just salt and pepper. You have so much taste from the dill, the potatoes, the peas, that really you don't need other spices. Um, this is the traditional way of making it. I'm adding a heaping teaspoon of kosher salt. Added it in. And when what, what do we do when we add something in? We stir just to get the salt to go everywhere. Okay. And uh, some people nowadays add carrots, uh, diced up carrots. I don't. There's nothing wrong with carrots. I love carrots. 
Um, and I've had green peas in potatoes, in tomato sauce with carrots, but it's just not the traditional way. This is, what I'm doing today is the most Greek traditional way possible. So I'm gonna add in two pinches of pepper, add in as much as you like. So I'm just dipping my fingers in and sprinkling pepper into our pot. Now we've got, sorry about that. We've got all our ingredients except the tomato, I'm stirring again, except the tomato sauce, the crushed tomatoes, I should say. But we need our potatoes to boil. So when this comes to a boil, a nice rapid boil, I'm gonna cap it. I'm gonna turn it down to medium and I'm gonna let it boil, I would say for about half an hour. At the half hour point, I'm gonna test. Let me think for a second. Yeah, I'm gonna let it boil for half an hour. Usually I test the potatoes at that point, but remember, you're also gonna boil your food. You're gonna continue to boil with your tomatoes. And your tomatoes, we said, once you pour in your tomatoes to get a nice, uh, nice thick sauce, you need about 15 to 20 minutes. So if you add in 30 minutes of boiling plus your 15, 20 minutes with the tomato sauce, that's, uh, sorry, strained tomatoes, that's 45 minutes. Believe me, your potatoes will be done in 45 minutes. So I'm going to wait for this to boil. I'm going to cap it, take it down to medium, let it boil for 30 minutes, and we'll be back to add the tomato, pardon me, to add the crushed tomatoes. Hey guys, we're back. Our food has been boiling for half an hour. And there you go. Timer's done. I did stir once or twice. Just checked on it, stirred it to make sure that there's enough water. Uh, um, at this point, I've made this so many times that I'm pretty, I pretty, I'm pretty confident, you know, but you never know. So compared to how much water was in here before, not much is left. So now at this point, we're gonna add in our 14 ounce can of uh, crushed tomatoes. Okay, I've added it in. I'm just gonna get some out with the spoon. Let's give it a stir with our crushed tomatoes. The smell is absolutely fantastic when you make when you make this meal because of the dill. There's so much dill. It's fantastic. And now we're going to add in more water. I'm going to wash out my um, uh, can from the from the tomatoes. I'm just using a pitcher. Whoops, spilt a little, that's nice. Gonna let some drop out. And with my spoon, I'm just gonna stir the water in the can to get all of whatever's left of the tomatoes. Add in the one cup of water. Now, 
at this point you can leave it as is with the one cup of uh, one can of sorry one one cup one can of water and that would be good enough you're going to turn it up to high for it to start boiling okay but i have as i've explained to you guys many times i have my husband he would like me to add in 10 cans of water if he could I'm not going to add in a full second can i'm going to add in about half a can so about one and a half cans of water now you can add two you can leave it at one it's up to you guys how much sauce you want for me He still might not be happy, but oh well. Tough luck for him. So now we're gonna let this come to a boil and it needs approximately 15 to 20 minutes for it, for the sauce to set. You do need to stir because you have it on high and it will splatter. So remember the shield technique that I so, showed you guys last year. You take the cap of your uh pot and you hold it vertically and you hold it in front between you and the pot and that way you stir and when it splatters it should splatter on the uh cap you hold your spoon at the tip and you hold your arm as far away and you stir okay you're gonna stir two three times to make sure it, your food doesn't stick and once you feel like the sauce is set, like I said, it's standard 15 to 20 minutes. Sometimes it's ready at 15, sometimes it's ready at 20, you'll see it. The more you make this dish, the more you'll understand and you'll say, I like the way the sauce is set at 15 minutes. I'm not gonna let it uh, boil up for 20. Or I like my sauce much thinner. This sauce should not be thin. It should be a nice, thick, set sauce. But there should be sauce on your plate. Like, it shouldn't feel, your meal, sh your peas and potatoes shouldn't feel dry. You should feel like you're getting some sauce on your spoon as well, okay? So that those are the rules of thumb. Very simple dish. We're gonna wait for this to boil and set, and we'll be back to serve it in our plate. See you in a bit, my darlings. Our food is ready. I let it boil on high for 15 minutes, stirring occasionally, meaning, hmm, I think the first 10 minutes I stirred maybe twice. And then the last five minutes, I was a little bit more consistent. I stirred maybe two, three times, checked on it. Um, now, the way I have the food right now at the 15 minute mark, is how my family likes it. If it was up to me, I'd like a little bit less sauce. I've said that before, meaning I would add less water, meaning I would probably let it boil up for, you know, 18 minutes, 19 minutes. It's really up to you. It's still delicious either way. Now, because this is sauce, it's food with sauce, you're gonna serve it, I've got a wide bowl. Not a cereal bowl, it's more like a, I guess more like a salad bowl, but a wide one. Uh, don't, don't imagine a, a, not a salad bowl. It's a wide soup bowl. That's what it is, it's a soup bowl. Okay, 
So I'm going to serve. I've got a mitt on because this is going to be very hot. Now you want to get a little bit of everything. You want to get some green peas, some sauce, some potatoes. You can kind of feel the potatoes. The potatoes are huge. So you can feel them. And how many potatoes you put on each plate is really up to the person who's eating. It's their preference, okay? So I just grabbed a few ladles full and I filled up the bowl. And there it is, our green peas and potatoes in tomato sauce. Remember, araca me patates. There are some people in Greece in the south that call green peas bizella. So if somebody says bizella, they mean the same thing as araca. Araca is really the proper name for green peas in Greek. Bizella is sort of just part of a village type of dialect but it's grown so half of greece calls them bizella and the other half of greece calls them araka doesn't matter if you're greek you know both <laughs> so that's it for our recipe very very easy vegan gluten-free very healthy and absolutely filling delicious with a nice piece of uh bread um some olives on the side whatever you fancy if you're a, I'm showing you the traditional Greek version. Greeks do make this sometimes with meat. Meaning when you saute your onions, you could saute um, little pieces, bite-sized pieces of maybe beef or um, pork or something like that to that effect. And everything else would be the same. I think because you would have meat in it, I would up the time a little bit of boiling. So, for example, I would add, I would saute the onions and the meat. I would add the uh, water, the spices, the dill, and I would let it boil for about 20 minutes. And then I would add the potatoes and peas, add, boil it for another 30 minutes. That gives your meat about 50 minutes. And then plus the boiling time for your tomatoes. So you get the idea. Anyhow, that's our recipe, arakame patates. I hope you try it. I hope you like it. If you have any questions about this recipe or any other recipe that I've aired on Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner, that you can also watch through Whose Blind Life Is It Anyways, please get in contact with me. Let me know. I'd be happy to help answer any questions. Love you guys till our next episode. A blind kiss to all of you. Mwah. Bye. I am your host, Zoe Fiogos. With sincere love and gratitude, I thank you for watching Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner.